Previously on Hackway Heights. Mr. Dick, I'm sick of owing you money. You've ruined my life, and now I'm going to end yours. I don't think anybody would begrudge me if I had a late night snack. (laughs) We might have a bit more bravery if we didn't just see a man get mangled. Well, I don't think anyone wants to look for us here. We really know how to pick up. I know that it is not easy to walk up to the steps of Count Vexenhall. It is the best sleep you ever had. This place is about as convenient as you, as you could get. If it weren't for all the dead bodies in the basement, it would be pretty perfect. A giant egg falls from the sky and crashes into the Travelator. Tremolo takes his violin out and he starts to play the most beautiful song that he can think of. You hear a hack pull up behind you. Hey, what are you guys doing? Put my hand on the stake. It's okay. Move along. You feel like you have found some kind of power to make sure people listen to what you have to say. And the sale says, dicks, skirts, and furs. This dick will treat you right. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) But he's not a villain. He's not a villain. It is episode eight of Out of Depth Plays Hackway Heights, an electric bastion land RPG actual play. What that means is that we're playing a game and telling a story and having a hell of a lot of fun. And before I get into uh, this game, I have to shout out to Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania, whoever the one person is that decided to listen to an episode of our podcast in Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania. You're our first person from Pennsylvania to listen to the show. And if you make it all the way from episode zero, the character creation episode, if you make it to this episode right now, I'm talking to you. And I just want you to know, I appreciate you. And I'm glad you made it this far. But if you listened to that character creation episode, and thought, this isn't for me, then you're missing out. Because it got better. You missed out. But if you didn't stop, shoot me an email. Head over to getoutofdepth.com. Click the little email thing. Send me an email saying, hey, that was me. And I'll say, thanks for sticking with us. I appreciate it. Now, (laughs) we had a rousing pre-show that featured conversations about Freddy versus Jason, the movie Showgirls, and Nathan's crush on Yasmin Bleeth, which we're not going to get too deep into, if at all. But it really, I think, ignited some passion and excitement in this group. It focused our powers and our, our, our fury on what is going to be episode eight. We only have five episodes left, counting this one. That's how many episodes of Attack on Titan are left right now. 
at the time of this recording. Yeah, we, we haven't even gotten into that. We should really sidebar on Attack on Titan. For we should really sidebar on Attack on Titan. But yeah. we cannot because we have to press forward because last week, Tremolo went to go get a job in the middle of this campaign. We're talking about <laughs> job applications and uh, uh, tax forms. That's what we were doing. Did you fill out your W4? <laughs> Did you fill it out? <laughs> Did you bring your social? Did you bring your social? And then uh, <laughs> Sally and Nezzy went to go infiltrate the hackway. They were able to break the lock off of a gate leading to one of these dynamos that powers the hackway or portions of the hackway. At great cost, because it ended up breaking Sally's pitchfork. And while they were standing there in daylight, or in the middle of the day, in, in front of all these other hacks that were driving by, somebody stopped. Say, hey, what are you guys doing? And Sally, channeling some kind of supernatural energy from this stake that she had used to kill a vampire child at Gossamer Park told him to move along in a very scary voice and he complied and Nezzy you just watched that happen and that's where we left off last episode and that is where we pick up right now the door is open and Sally just did something you've never seen before so Nezzy what do you want to do by Squirrely's beard what was that told him to move along that was not the normal way one says that what was that voice? Where did that come from? Did I hear a voice? It sounded normal to you. No, I, I, it sounded like you were very confident. Are you making Are you making fun of my accent? I, I, when you I, told him to I, move I, along, your voice sounded like a a damned demon. I, I I've never heard anything like that. Oh, Nessie, that's mean. I I'm just saying. I I think you know something happened that wasn't natural. That that man moved along like he didn't have. No, I just I said it with a lot of force. I think I think a lot of women don't, you know, uh, assert themselves enough, and I, you know, maybe hey. you're just not used to that. No, we, we've 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 had stories of some vampires, some aliens. We both know there are things that are happening that we can't explain. You can, you can be honest with me, Sally. You can. Okay. I mean, I just I just felt a strong urge to tell him to move along, and I told him to move along. So you got some kind of power now? I don't I don't think so, Sally. If you can control minds, our day is going to get so much easier. This is great news. Let me let me test it out. Okay, okay. Let me try. Yeah. Let me try. Okay. Yeah. Um, hop on one foot. Sally, are you holding the stake in your hand? Yeah, still. <laughs> still, yeah. Yeah. Nezzy, make a charisma save. <laughs> and Nezzy's charisma is the highest of everybody in the group at, uh, mm-hmm. I believe, 13? Yeah. That's a nine. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine. But do I you feel it? Feel, do I feel you feel like an impulse to do it? But you you shrug, you're able to shrug it off. Oh, oh, that felt strange. What? I I really wanted to hop on one foot, and I don't think it was just my inner voice. Oh. I don't know. I th- I think you got something special there. Okay. All right. Well, I, but it um, also means if I if I'm not able to do it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work no matter whenever you use it. But good point. My gosh. Which that's kind of good. I kind of don't want to be able to control it. The world was so normal a few days ago. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was, wasn't it? I just I feel like everything went tits up when we left yeah. prison. All right. Well, we shouldn't hang around um, uh, a broken gate for too much longer. No, let's, let's head in. Let's get inside. Yep, let's go. You all walk in. You can, you, you like, the hairs on your arms kind of stand up when you get into the room with this this large saucer-shaped structure. And, Nezzy, you can immediately see the, the same kind of vault hatch on the ground nearby. Nezzy's going to pull out his key card, try and insert it the same way that uh, Felina did. You do so, you hear some clicking, and then it spits the card back out. And you can hear it unlock. You're able to turn the vault handle, and it releases itself and opens up. Oh my gosh, good work. Buckle up, let's head on down. All right. You both climb down. The ladder goes about 20 feet, and you find yourself inside this tunnel. There's like eerie hums, and you can hear the clicking of metal echoing throughout this uh, this corridor. About 20 feet down this corridor, you can see a wall and a door or you see a door in the wall. Nezzy, you recognize that as similar to one of those work rooms that featured those automatons that work on the underside of the dynamo. Mm-hmm. I think we should go through that door then. Now, you also know that that doesn't lead. It's just a room. So wh- wh- what is it that you're wanting to achieve? So uh, part of it is just kind of seeing what we can find. If we can find like a map and also figure out the schedule of deliveries of if if they are on automatic schedule that we can't control you know when are these drop-offs and pickups occurring specifically to so you're looking for okay so you're looking for maybe a map maybe some way of trying to uh program these automatons to lead you where you need to go any type of clues to connect you to What was that? Mail? A manual. A manual. manual. (laughs) Uh, Anything that can kind of clue you in on how you can get access to the premium industrial transport tunnel. Right. Otherwise known as the pit. I did that without looking, I remember. And maybe even allow you to navigate that because you know that navigating that pretty much anything down here is kind of difficult. So you make your way to the door and it again requires that same kind of key card. You're able to use it. It opens up. And inside, Sally, for the first time in your life, you see these little um, wiry figures. I had mentioned before that they kind of look like they're built out of thick, um, very thick wire. They look like a like giant paperclip people. <laughs> and they're marching around. Some of them are like in, in a stasis. They're just sitting while two or three are um, making sure stuff under the the dynamo is operating correctly but it looks like there's no kind of um it's not a buzz like it was last time nezzy whenever the the explosion had happened and the other ones seemed to have been damaged all this looks like kind of what just regular maintenance looks like i i hop out like oh my gosh can they see us are they gonna like remember that we were here uh you know i'm not felina seemed to act like these things had had personalities of their own so, uh, you know, I think we should treat them as such. Okay. You walk in, and uh, the ones that are up and working don't pay attention to you. They're they're focused on their task. Felina called these... Well, they seem to be ignoring Yeah, us. Felina called these her children. She even had names for them. Oh. Yeah, she she might not be, too, uh, you know, quite right in the head. <laughs> Who is? 
Huh. I start kind of poking around, seeing if I can find any important documents or paperwork that can give us some insight. There are some drawers and like a, a toolbox. There's also a radio. It looks like a like an old uh, CB radio kind of console. There's a sheet of paper on top of it that has different numbers for different locations. So you can see like Dynamo 1, Dynamo 2, Dynamo 3, Dynamo 4. You can see headquarters and you can see the, the frequencies necessary, necessary to call into mm-hmm. these places. You do see a uh, uh, some schematics. They seem kind of foreign to you guys because neither of you really have any kind of background in electronics and circuitry. So I know how to yeah, break them. schematics. It's not like to <laughs> an automatron necessarily. It's just kind of well. Looking through it, you can like if you look up at where they're working, you can kind of see a layout that's similar to what's on the paper. Mm-hmm. So. It looks like it's something that if somebody had to manually help these these automatons out, they would know what is going on. So it's just something like a a layout of the circuit board above. Oh boy. I wish Barney was here. He'd be able to sort through this mumbo jumbo a lot better than me. Ugh. Does any of this mean anything to you? No. I mean I think I could shut it down if I needed yeah. to. Um, but I don't know that that's what we want to do right yeah. now. Is this the the pit? Is this it? Uh, no, I, this doesn't... Uh, from what Felina said, this doesn't seem to be the pit, but it it does seem to be a place that connects to the pit. Everything down here is connected in some way. So are we looking for, like, a door or another hatch or... Honestly, I, anything like I, that? I don't know what we're looking for. I, I'm, I'm looking for more information than we have. Because if we can find out how the system works, it could be an easy way to get in or get out. As you all are having this conversation, you hear a unfamiliar clicking sound behind you in the doorway. And you turn around, you see this, uh, what looks like an old-timey, to us would be old-timey, to you guys it'd be like, that was dec- that was last decade's uh, camera. It looks like a camera, and it has these like fused antenna legs that it is walking on, kind of side-shuffling. And when it it sees you all, and you all see it, it kind of zooms in and out, and then shuffles backwards, and starts dancing down the, like, kind of scuttling, not very fast, not like it's trying to get anywhere important, scuttling down the corridor further, deeper into these passages. Did it? It it looks like a camera, but it didn't take our picture. Right. Yeah, there was no flash okay. or anything. The the camera, it's like it's one of those just... kind of accordion-shaped cameras. I can't remember yeah. what those are called, but like, yeah. yeah, it kind of compressed in and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was focusing in on you. Okay. And then it started waddling down the passage. All right, I'm going to follow it. Uh, okay. Like, it's, it's actually very easy to follow. Yeah. You start walking down this corridor, and it rounds a corner, and... Nezzy, you're following, right? Uh, I'm going to grab the CB radio and the, the little code sheet. And... So the, the CB radio is uh, plugged Attached? in. Oh, okay. yeah. And it's sure. it's like one of those big yeah. data console kind of things. Like it's a, it's a big. Not, yeah. It's we not we gonna... don't need to go too far. We just... Okay. It's All like right, a, it's it's like a yeah. laser disc player size. <laughs> yeah. 
That's a blast from the past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For all those laser disc fans out there. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll stick with Sally. But like, if you wanted to write down or kind of commit to memory those numbers, that might be useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll definitely okay take note of that. Or is it's is it a sheet that I could? Yeah, it's a take? sheet. You could fold it up and take no, the sheet yeah. if you wanted to. I was just gonna take the sheet. Then. Yeah. yeah, take the sheet. You know, take the sheet. Uh, that's what it's there for. Yeah, Nezzy's had too many bonks to the head for him to rely on his memory. <laughs> so you start following Sally, and you guys round this corner, and you're just kind of, you feel the, it, it almost feels like the corridors around you, the walls around you are almost like pulsing, like with your breath. Wow. And, but it's all made of stone. It's, it's very slight. At first you think it's your eyes like focusing. You know how when your eyes focus, there's that kind of shudder? Yeah. When you focus on it, you don't see the walls moving, right? It's only when you stop thinking about it that you're like, I, I feel like everything's shaking a little bit. Yeah. So you're following this small robot, and it, every once in a while, they'll like turn around, look at you, and then keep I go going. go real still every time yeah. it turns around. <laughs> and it keeps going. It's and it rounds movement. A, it rounds another corner. And at the end of this corner is a door and it waddles up to the door and with its lens, it kind of taps the door. So if you can imagine like an animal tapping it with its nose and then it turns and looks at you all and scans up and down. No, I think we need to stop this thing. Uh, so we should bust it. Yeah. When you say that it taps the door again. All right. Okay. I'm going up. And then it starts waddling over towards you all and it taps your feet. I think it wants you key card is oh. there a place to put a key card yeah uh felina kind of nuzzled these r- robots uh a little bit so i'm gonna i'm gonna try and like kind of get a little stroke and be like hey buddy yeah do you need our help with something and it waddles back to the door and taps on it again i'll give sally a look but then i'll kind of like slowly approach the door and it's a gray door that looks like it's been welded together from like six or seven different pieces of metal. Like you can see these fusion welding lines. Like it's a patchwork door. There's no key card slot. It's just a, a, a steel handle that's really dented and beat up. And this robot doesn't have, it has legs, but no, nothing grasping. Yeah, nothing okay. to grasp. Okay. Yeah, it's just, it looks like it looks like four different antennas that have been snapped off and then just jammed underneath this camera, and that's what it's kind of shakily moving around on. Okay, I'm gonna see if I can open this door. Just about turning you the knob, clutch the knob and turn it, and it shifts. I want to stand up against the wall, like in case something pops out or anything that I yeah. won't be seen and could. In case, like, a burst of flames comes out and Nezzy eats this and you're good. <laughs> not not quite. I was thinking more of a person just seeing him like, hey, who's that? And they're like, oh, cool. They won't see me. And we'll just slam the door. And Either way, it's really <laughs> all about Nezzy eating it and way. you not. If one of us gets back to New York, it's going to be me. <laughs> you're like, Sally's clutching oh, this. You're a known terrorist. It's, it's fine. <laughs> It's okay if we just keep stacking the heat on him. On him. Yeah. Right. Literally the disposable one of the three of us. <laughs> no, well, it's just the fact that you said, okay, I'm going to go open it. And Sally kind of just go jerks back yeah. um, instinct- instinctively to not be seen uh, the way sure. she always sneaks around. 
Yeah. Okay. Not not to let Nezzy eat it. Just it's an instinct. Yeah. <laughs> so you open this door, and like the door, the door handle shifts under your hand effortlessly. You're able to click it open, and it opens wide. And in front of you, you see a long corridor. It's about ten feet wide, maybe about sixty feet or so deep. And at the other end of this corridor is another door that looks very similar to the door that you just opened. But what is very different about this room is that the walls, the walls are covered in these cameras and they all kind of flex and move. And are they like following us? They look in your direction, yeah. But as we're walking across the room, it seems like... Do you want to enter? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we haven't gone in yet. Yeah. Nezzy is. Sally, you can Uh, let him eat this too. (laughs) I don't know if I can let him eat it, Um, but I am super sneaky. Is it? It's so. It's the walls are covered. The is the it, ceiling it, you covered? You don't even see. You don't even see wall. It's just cameras. Yeah. It's just cameras. Um, just mounds of cameras. Uh, make up the length of this corridor, left to right. Okay. I put my hood up too. Hey Sally, does your mind control work on robots? Um, I, I turn to the the little little one that I guess is in here somewhere. Are you, have you, you? So you guys have both walked in, right? Yes. When you turn around, the door has closed and the little robot is gone. Did we see where it went? It was on the other side of the door, maybe, presumably. I, I want to open the door. I open the door. The door doesn't budge. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. Nancy. So it, the, the little robot went through a second door? No, no, no. You all walked through the door you just opened. Yeah. You turned around. Oh, and it didn't follow us through. It didn't follow you through. Presumably. Oh. Oh, oh dear. And now the door is closed. And you all are inside this corridor. Mm. <clears throat> well, go, I go up to try the other door. Well, I don't like you walk. Stuck. You walk about halfway through this corridor, mm-hmm. and on the floor you can see that there is a gap in the floor between where you're standing and the other side. So there's like a like a pit. A pit. Like a pit. Not necessarily a pitt, but maybe a pit. It's a P-I-T-T. And it drops down about fifteen feet. And the, the gap is, it's sizable, but perhaps big enough, but perhaps narrow enough that somebody with some type of athleticism could leap across. And what do we see at the bottom of this pit? It's blank. Blank. When you, when you get close, you kind of, uh, again, you feel the hairs on your arms start to stand and there's like a hum in this area. What do we what do we do, Nancy? I, I think I can make that jump. Oh. But I don't know if you can. No, I I I, I have a bum leg from uh, time on the seas and I, I'm not sure if that gap is uh, friendly for my legs here. Well maybe 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 I can <laughs> catch you well let me let me see. Let me see if I could I could try the door or we could try to go down. Oh man. Why do I feel like we just got lured lured into a trap? <laughs> Why is there I know, a door I know, that I only like... opens from one side? And what are all these things watching us? Oh, man. Uh-uh. Oh, dear. Well, I haven't seen a flash, and we're indoors, and so it's it's real hard to, to to take a picture. Before you all move forward anymore, what did you all bring with you down here? So, yeah, I mean, I, I got my, just my hook and my, my, uh, my space gun and my squid bag with my little urchin friend. Got some shield, tarot cards Shield or no shield? I got the shield, yeah. Okay. 
Gail, what do you have? I have my pitchfork and my bag of wondrous things. And do you have um, like what part of the pitchfork did you just the the prongs at the end? Just the prongs, you're right. I just have the prongs. And what else? And my stake and my bag of many things and a bunch of money. I didn't leave it at the house. Okay. Um. So on this side of the the jump, (laughs) are there any like? Computers or like little things to interact with, or any any mysteries to uncover visually. No, it's just a bunch of different lenses staring at you all. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of take out my hook and I, I just kind of give one of the little. <laughs> you take out your hook and you give him like yeah, a little tap, like... a little tap tap, ting ting ting. Yeah, it retracts in fear. Oh, it responds. Like it compresses. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, all the other eyes are just kind of like staring at you. They all shift pointed pointedly. Perhaps even aggressively. Mm-hmm. We're sorry. Just, yeah. Just introducing ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. See what we can't. I, I, the, the one I tapped, I, I kind of give it like a little friendly stroke of apology. Just been. I like it. My bad. It kind yeah. of, it kind of extends itself just like a little bit under your hand. I take out my little urchin and I show it to him. It's like something interesting to look at. Yeah. All the, all the different lenses like are staring at this urchin. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of waving excitedly. Yeah. This is real strange, Sally. This is real strange. Um, uh, if you think you can make that jump, you said you said it was fifteen feet. Is that what you said? Fifteen feet. Fifteen deep. feet deep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Across foot. how much? Sally can do that. Uh, let's see, how far would be far? Eight feet. That's far, right? That's still pretty far. Yeah. Seven feet, yeah. maybe. Some. You're just kind of yeah. spitballing. No. Like, uh, you know, maybe. Just enough to think you might be able to do just it, but you also that you might think totally you could fail. Do it. Yep. And yep. just enough to end up on fail army. Yeah. Is, is there any materials on the side where it looks like we can conceivably make kind of like a little bridgey type thing with it? There's no other materials other than like the yeah. cameras jutted off the walls. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just kind of approach one of the cameras. It's like, so uh, where do they store the secrets around here? <laughs> if, they, <laughs> if they could, If they could blink at you. They would. Yeah. No, I understand. I understand. We'll find them ourselves. Wait, um, which way is the pit? All the eyes, all the all the uh, cameras face the door on the other side of the pit. Okay, then. Well, all right, all right. Um, Nessie, I'm going to try this. I might have something here. Uh, how how big is your bag, Nessie? Your squid bag. Um, it's you know, it's like a, it, it kind of goes all the way from like my my butt, you know, close to my shoulders. Okay, my bag's more of like a the backpack. Um, yeah. But, so right, so the, is it strapped on like a backpack? Yeah, I've kind of yes. like made like little. Oh, but well, either of those, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, the answer is yes for both of us. <laughs> As you guys are thinking about what you're going to do, uh, Nathan. Yeah. Can we get a little commentary on how you think this is going for them? <laughs> how do you think That's this is going? going horribly bad. He's just sitting there grinning. It's <laughs> <That's> going horribly <laughs> bad. Yeah. This whole time Tremolo's like, "Hey, I'm going to I'm going to get in there and get a job and work close with people that know what's going on down there." And they're like, "Cool, you do that. I'm going to break in." And run rampant, and this is well, what we happens. Just around and we got stuck. Just, there's something, just there's around. something kind of comical about how Sally went off and did her own thing, and that went terrible. Yeah. Nezzy went off and did his <laughs> own thing, and then that went terrible. 
Tremolo went off and did his own thing, and he just goes and gets a job. <laughs> While Sally and Nezzy, for the first time in this entire adventure, are together. Right? I guess. And it goes, and it goes We were terrible. supposed to get jobs, Nezzy. This Tremolo is the way this is the game is played. You win mm. if you get a job. It's like the game of life. Gail, this okay. time was meant for me and Nathan and for you all okay, to sorry, figure out Gail. what you're about to do. Well, we can't talk while you talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So what would you like to do? I want to jump. Yeah. And then maybe I can find something to help you over, Nezzy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. And I, I was stand back. All right. I, I I do some some squats and like warm up my legs and I'm gonna take a run and leap. Give me a DX save. Twelve. Twelve. You gear up and you start running and you jump across this pit about halfway across. You're like, I fucking nailed this. Then you feel everything that's in your backpack lift up <laughs> and pull you <gasps> to the ceiling where you are now oh my stuck. Once that happens, <laughs> you're laughing so hard across, oh my gosh. once that happens across the, um, across the hall, across the gap, oh you see a, a panel in the, under the cameras open up and this large mechanical spider emerges. Nathan, meanwhile, you, <laughs> Tremolo, meanwhile, Tremolo, get a job. Tremolo has joined the rat race, which is equally <laughs> as dramatic a situation as what we just encountered with Sally and Nezzy. Tremolo, you were assisting the dynamic industries people in uh repairing the travelator which was after i heroically saved the day with why did i do a flute i play a violin <laughs> uh i've got to change the audio for all the other episodes now. um so you helped them out and you spoke to a guy there who's just like hey man thank you so much for for helping out and you had told him like hey i'm here to get a job like felina sent me I don't need to name drop, but I do need, mean to name drop, you know, and uh, and you all finish that up and you're led down to this warehouse with this large gate. And they uh, the guy says, here, let me let me help you in. I'll I'll show you where you need to go. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Hey, no, thank you. Thank you. You made our life so much easier. I don't know what was going on out there, but it was a mess. And he takes you into this building where you can see like little square boxes on wheels rolling around busily like around you they have like little platters on top little trays with uh, some of them have food some of them have documents like stacks of paper and they're like zipping around and moving you they have little antennas that are waving around as they they move as they roll through this uh lobby and he takes you over to this mock gazelle sitting at a desk he comes up there and he goes hey this is oh man i, I don't know your name what was your name again uh, uh, my name is uh, trey 
Tristan. Trey Tristan. You heard the you heard the guy. Yes. He he's looking for uh, to fill a uh, what was the position again? An assistant to uh, Felina Robinson. Big time guy here. Wanted to be assistant to Felina Robertson. Okay. Uh, she requested it. Well, whatever Felina wants, right? And the gazelle has this just kind of like eyebrow raising. Yes, I suppose so. And uh, starts shuffling through some filing cabinet documents, pulls out some paperwork and slides it over there. It says, please fill this out and wait over there. And they point at a chair across the room. It's next to a water cooler. Yes, uh, um, I could not tell... Um... Uh, yes, thank you. I'm just going to say yes, thank you. Uh, and go over. <laughs> and <laughs> I wanted to be polite and say ma'am or sir, but I I had no idea. So he's going to be polite and not say Is anything. And go, yes. Um, <laughs> so. You go over to the, the chair and the document has like kind of your run of the mill, like name, address stuff. How do you fill it in? Like, I, I don't know why. To, that I'm like prescribing this to your character, but I imagine in that like weird broken crayon <laughs> yeah. kind of way of doing it. <laughs> A lot of jagged edges of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you uh you return it and they look at it, the uh the gazelle and and Felina wanted to employ you. Is that correct? Well, when they look back up from looking at my application, I do have my monocle over my mustard-stained eye. (laughs) My monocle. Uh, So I do look a little fancier. Uh, And they wanted you? Yes, I I assisted Felina um, where the uh, explosion happened on the hackway. Um, I was happening by and I volunteered and uh, assisted her there and proved to be um, uh, quite helpful and uh, we really hit it off and she suggested that I apply for the position uh, because she had always wanted an assistant and um, she thought that I I might fit the bill. And the gazelle is is really eyeing you very suspiciously. It says, you look very familiar to me. Do I know you from somewhere? Tremolo gets a little frightened and his hands disappear into his cloak again. And he's just fondling the pistol and a bomb. Uh, there's like that Hitchcock kind of shot where it like closes up on your cloak and then does the like x-ray vision. Yeah, and you just thing. see these little, the little bubble x-ray vision of your hands on like a bomb and a pistol yeah. <laughs> about to like blow this motherfucker up. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, you start doing that. And no, I, I've never met a gazelle before uh, and, uh, definitely not one of, um, of, of your, uh, magnificence. <laughs> and before they can respond to that, Felina comes out. Will you stop giving him the runaround? Felina! And I pop my hands out with nothing Hello. in them. Felina! And I walk over <laughs> <Yeah>. to him. <laughs> the sweaty hands just like come out. If if your your felt hands could sweat, they come out and... Oh, it is such a wonder to see you again. You made quick work of getting back here. I think that kind of promptness should be rewarded. Don't you, Adelaide? She says to the gazelle. And the gazelle says, but 
there has to be a protocol. He has to be put through training. And she's like, oh, enough of that. I'm training him on the job. That is how I learned. That is how you probably learned. And our friend here, Trey Traston, learned quite well on the job, I have to say. Tremola looks around a little bit for Trey Traston and then remembers, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I've actually, um, I've already worked uh, with two of your company. Um, uh, Felina, I, you know, we worked together earlier and, uh, just outside here, the whole building was almost, um, destroyed by a large egg filled with a, uh, a bright, vibrant creature with like butterfly wings, um, that was, uh, putting everyone in a trance and, um, I, played my music and it left for some reason. And I helped uh, your men clean that up as well. So I- I'm basically already a dynamic hackways professional. <laughs> uh, Do and- you hear that imagination, Adelaide? Where he has so many stories that we need here and enough of that dry dourness that you bring to the party. Yes, Tremolo, let's go. And she grabs you by the hand and starts leading you deeper into the hallways. It was a pleasure to meet you, Adelaide. Thank you very much. And uh, she takes you into a room that says Felina Robertson. And it's like written in stencil with like flowers. And it's very colorful. It's not very professional looking. It's it's uh, like office professional. It looks just, it's very pleasant. Um, there's like little butterflies and little stars and a unicorn on her door and she opens it up and inside her office there are like workstations where she can do um like where she can draw like engineering uh table where she can sketch things out but you also see these beautiful panels of stained glass that are framed and they have a single light bulb light bulb behind every one of them that illuminate these uh, stained glass window frames and they create this kind of rainbow kaleidoscope effect through uh, just the entry entryway of the room so when you come in it's like you're walking through a rainbow for about five six feet and then when you come out the other side it, it becomes kind of normal and you can look at it that way you can do your work and i'll be covered in all the colors of the rainbow but it feels like you're walking through a rainbow when you enter tremolo kind of dances through it just like trying to feel it as much as possible. Yes, Tremolo. Yes, let's <laughs> dance. Let's dance. That's why I knew that I had to have you here. You bring that, oh, joie de vivre, as they say, not my words. You bring that to this place. And that's exactly what Dynamic Industries needs. It needs that creative spark again. Oh, gosh. So she she's like, yes, yes. And she opens up this cabinet under her desk and she starts pulling out these two glasses and a decanter and she starts pouring like little bits of wine. And she's like, ah, oh, let's loosen up a little bit. What time is it anyways? Four, three in the afternoon. And you know that it's about nine thirty, ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, actually, it's, um, well, never mind. And I grab the glass. Cheers to us. Yes, cheers to us. Cheers to Dynamic <laughs> Industries. <laughs> it just like <laughs> it hits your mouth. This wine hits your your fabric mouth. It's trying to absorb it fast enough, and it starts leaking through your body and coming out the like. It's like 
starting to pour through your system. You can feel the inside of like the wood structure that that supports your body starting to absorb wine and it then kind of dribbles out um, your tail and your undercarriage. You're I like just kind of kind of drip for a little while as I walk around. You just become like one big diaper. Yeah. Use diaper. Wine. A wine diaper. Yep. A wine diaper. Got it. A lizard wine diaper. <laughs> a happy one. <laughs> a happy one. A good one. Uh, there is a knock at the door and she's like, oh, when you are Felina Robertson, you have nothing but responsibilities. Responsibilities abilities all day they're constantly wanting to know what do you think what do you want why am i so important not my words theirs and she goes to the door i want to put my hand on her hand or whatever she's yeah. reaching out for me like i know that felina and that's why i'm here to take some of those responsibilities so you can be the genius that you are. This is what I've been asking for my entire life, I think. I just didn't know the words to create the question necessary. Let me get the door, Felina. And I open it. <laughs> when you put your hand on the doorknob, mm -hmm. she goes, slowly, <laughs> I want to relish this moment <laughs> of relinquishing so much responsibility. Take this responsibility from my shoulders, Trey, Tristan. <laughs> So I just want to say, because of how he's set up, he wouldn't be able to turn his head very well. So he's just kind of like laying flat over. <laughs> like his head's kind of just... Just <laughs> flopped over. Little, yeah. <laughs> There's no musculature or like skeleton stuff. Like It's just like kind of flops back a little bit. Mm -hmm. And you open the door and there is a uh, guy... Uh, in a in a dynamic industries jumper it's like a gray jumper with blue piping up the sleeves and he says uh am i interrupting something and she goes yes a good time listen uh they were wanting to get some of the coding for the uh the loader so that we could send it to armoire maria's can we get that? And she's like, oh my God. Yes, fine. Of course, please go along now and I will send my assistant, Trey Traston, to do it. <laughs> you won't be seeing me walking down there, slumming it at your mechanic station anymore. Trey Traston will do that for me. Proudly. Uh, uh, hello, I'm Trey Traston, down here. I figured as much. And you are? Uh, my name's Justin. Uh, look. Does he take my hand? He's trying. <laughs> like he's wanting he's wanting to use his hand to talk <laughs> and i want to shake it and your hand is just like underneath it wanting to shake his he's like yeah fine and he like kind of like fist bumps you or like you know what i mean like he's okay got it you know he kind of does like a three stooges handshake yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh yeah that's fine listen we just need it because it's supposed to get shipped over there in two days so whatever you know, however you want to do it. Felina. And he turns around and you see him pump his fist up in the air as he walks away. Like I fucking told her. And I, I lean out and look down the hall. <laughs> we'll make it in one. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. 
he, you uh, come back inside and she says, do you see it's some of these mundane tasks that they like beg me for because I'm the only one who knows how it really works. Oh, Trey, Traston. Heavy as the crown. Heavy as the crown. I understand. And I pat her as high as I can. It's probably just like her hip. Just like trying to reach her back. But this is the best I can do. And she she turns from me and she says, hang on just a moment. And she starts to plug in these um, these large buttons. They're big red knobs. She's like punching them in. They're they're numbered uh, one two three four five six seven eight nine A B C D E. She's plugging them in. After a moment, you hear some like this loud crunching noise of kunk 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 kunk, and uh, a sheet is produced. And the sheet is. It's like a, um, it's a rectangular piece of paper. It's very thick, like cardstock paper. And you can see all these little squares punched out in it. So that if you held it up to like the light, it looked kind of like Swiss cheese or something, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it just has all these different punches in it. And she says, take this down to the mechanics bay so that they can input this into the computer and just get these people off my back please absolutely felina um is there a map of the location so that i know how to get to the mechanics bay and back here and of course anywhere in the hallways they have maps that allow you to find your way to the mechanics bay you just have to follow the arrows it's easy thank you so much i'll be right back in just a jiff and you start walking down the hallway and you follow this these like green arrows. You can see that like certain locations have like yellow arrows, blue arrows, red arrows, and green arrows. And green arrows leads you to the mechanics bay. And when you walk into this place, you see these large trucks, these shipping trucks that have like these, they look like mannequins sitting in the front seat of the trucks. And there's like people working underneath these things. And um, there's like a box console that they're feeding sheets just like the one you have into them. And on top of the flatbed of one of these trucks is what appears to be a large mechanical, it's about eight feet tall, 10 feet tall. It looks human in shape, like somebody could ride inside of it and operate it. And it has these huge arms that look like they're used for lifting objects. On the back of it, it has this massive tank that has wires leading off to it. And you can see a seat, like a cockpit inside of it. And some levers. The The big machine, is that a part of the vehicle or is it something that's over to the side? It's that's sitting crooked? on, it is sitting on top of the flatbed of the vehicle. Okay. And it's doing, what's it doing right now? Is it just chilling? It's not doing anything. It's just oh. sitting there. Cool. Yeah. And this is what I'm bringing this punch card for? You hear a voice off to your right. Oh, hey. What you got there, pal? Oh, hello. Hello, good sir. Um, uh, I am to deliver, to deliver this. Uh, I believe I need to take it to Justin uh, here in the mechanics bay. And you turn to your right and you see this mock turtle. He looks very old and he's sitting at this console. And he's got like a little dynamic, dynamic industries cap on his head. And he says, oh, you look like you're a new guy. Pleasure to meet you. 
Oh, a pleasure to meet you, sir. My name is Trey Traston. I am Felina's new assistant. Of course it is, and of course you are. What is your name, good sir? Oh, my name is Oboe. Oboe? I, what a lovely name. Uh, you wouldn't happen to be musically inclined, would you, Oboe? No, why? No reason whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I should do with this? I'll take that from you. This is, uh, oh, this is for uh, the loading mech. Yes, of course it is. Yes, absolutely. That is exactly right. Um, I have uh, one quick question. Of course. So if, if I am to deliver these here, should I deliver them to you in the future? Oh, yeah. I, I end up inputting it all into the computer anyways. These little bunch cards are what tell those little doohickeys in the driver's seat where they need to go. Oh. See, this one is supposed to be going to uh, Maria's armoire. And it'll be taking that uh, large machine there. Well. They go through the pit. Great. And so what's your uh, title of your job here? Oh, I don't have a lot of responsibility. I just take this little sheet and at the designated time I input it into this machine. It reads it. It sends out a signal to that uh, robot inside that truck over there. And on the designated day, it goes on its way. And then it comes back, and I do it all over again. They don't expect much from me. I'm just oboe a turtle. <laughs> well, you seem very wise and very good at your job, oboe. No, um, I've, I've failed school. I dropped out. <laughs> well, you, you have something uh, much more important. Common sense. Uh, it will get you very far. Um, uh, can I ask you, where is Justin? Does he work in this area? And he says he's working on the truck that's going to be shipping out that uh, large mech loader. Uh, uh, can I see him down there at all? Or Yeah, you look out this like pane of glass window and you can see like the feet of somebody working under the truck. Presumably Justin. Is there something, you know, I don't know, just a, a can or something around me willy nilly that's not too heavy that I could throw? Like a... Like a Coke can? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like something a, like that. Just something light. I mean, a bolt even, like a little bolt or something. Just, yeah, I don't want to throw a, it into There's a pencil. Okay. that do it? Yeah, yeah. So I grab a pencil and I throw it at Justin as much as I can. Yeah, you toss this pencil through the air and it clatters on the ground and kind of hits him in the leg. And here, the fuck? Uh, hello, Justin. And he rolls out. He looks up and he goes, oh. Yes. Your punch card is delivered in just a few moments, actually. Didn't take two days at all, right? Are you happy? Yeah. Okay. This is how things are going to go down now that Trey Traston is here. Good day. <laughs> I just start walking out. <laughs> puff the chest out a little bit. And yeah, when you yeah. do that, when you puff it out, it squeezes more of that wine out of your ass. Yeah, and just kind of drift for you. <laughs> just leave. As I, I stop, <laughs> I stop and kind of squeak around on it. <laughs> Oboe, never put yourself down. You're better than that. Squeak, <laughs> squeak back around. <laughs> and as you're walking away, you hear, "Well, well, looks like things are changing around here, Justin. Changing for the better, I say. That young man is going to lead a revolution. Should I just write down Justin as asshole? yeah sure <laughs> asshole sure. in the shop <laughs> yeah shop, mechanic asshole shop asshole got it yeah 
you make your way back to Felina and she says, are you done already? Absolutely. And I <laughs> pour the wine very messily because it's up on a you know, way much higher than me up on her desk. And I pour two more glasses of wine yeah. for it. <laughs> oh, oh, this day is going to go a lot smoother. You know, I should probably teach you how to make those punch cards. That sounds like a grand idea. Cheers. Tink. Hey, everybody. Before we get to the rest of this episode, I just wanted to take a minute to ask for your support. Gail and I really love making this podcast and we really love playing with our friends and telling stories and all the stuff we've been doing on YouTube. And if you're listening at home and thinking you'd like to give us a little token of appreciation, you absolutely can. Just open up another tab and go to patreon.com slash get out of depth and you can lend us a hand monetarily. We're trying to make our content here better while paying any artists that we have involved. Any money made from the Patreon, it goes back into the production of content like this show. So if you head over to patreon.com slash get out of depth, you can help us make all of this stuff better. And we don't have much to offer other than the product you're listening to now and our eternal gratitude. But who knows, as support for our content grows, so shall our capacity to reward those who've given us a hand. And you can be a part of that by going to patreon.com slash get out of depth and signing up for any tier that you feel comfortable with thank you all so much for listening this far holy shit and uh now that we've gotten all of this stuff out of the way let's get back to the rest of the episode Sally is hanging from the ceiling by her backpack. Across the way, Nezzy, you see this mechanical spider emerge from like a trap door. And it is starting to make its way. You see these like gears and uh, metal legs. And even from this distance, you can see that it has these pinchers on its face. And the pinchers are hypodermic needles filled with this like amber liquid. And it is starting to march in your direction, Nezzy. What would you like to do right now? So th- this this thing looks pretty menacing, huh? Oh, it's a it's a spider. Yeah. B there's needles involved. This is yeah. this is such BS. Tremolo goes and just gets the job, like <laughs> just drinking wine, starting a revolution in the mechanics bay. Like, yeah, everything goes wrong when Nezzy's present. That's that's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sally has not done so well on her own either. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I wanted wanted this to match, like, the terrible shit that happens to Sally, the terrible (laughs) shit that happens to Nezzy. And I was just like, well, if they're together. Yeah. Yeah. It must be exponential growth. It has to increase. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Nezzy, Nezzy, you can feel all of these cameras. You can feel all of these cameras are just, like, staring right at you, like, now what? 
So Nezzy gets down on his knees and he, he pulls out Prick and he holds him in the air and he says, it is time that I announce our actual, uh, our actual reason for being here. This is the great Octotron and he is the great liberator of robots. And I have come to deliver you all a message. And that message is that humanity is not to be trusted. They (laughs) are not the ones that you should be listening to. You you don't need to serve them. Be free. Be free, my my robots. Octotron has come to deliver you this dear message. (laughs) And then he stops. And he looks at this spider. Oh, Dave. Oh, my gosh. What are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Dave. I was really vibing with it. And then you, yeah, you cho- you chose some words. You chose uh, some words, man. When you, when you say, like, when you say, like, humans aren't to be trusted, you see all of the cameras nodding. Mm. The spider starts to make its way forward, and you see it plug into the wall, and it's walking. Its 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 eight legs are pinpoint moving through the spaces between the cameras as it's starting to climb up the wall. Oh no! Oh no! I think it's coming for me. So, like, if you're staring right at it, it starts moving up the left wall. Yeah. And it's heading towards the ceiling. Uh, so I'll, I'll put my. <laughs> I'll put my ear up to prick. And be like, uh, Octotron wishes you to know that these are his two servants, his two minions that are here to do his wishes. He wishes to help you be free. Please let them help you help yourselves. All right, Dave. At disadvantage, you're going to do this charisma check. All right. All right. First shot is a seven. Okay. Oh, 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 this is oh, rolling four. So, so you roll four yep. and take the three highest. Four. The three highest. That's the way this works. Yes. Okay. Okay. The three highest are going to be a six, a four, and a two. So that is a 12. Which is under your charisma, right? Yeah. <sighs> the spider starts to move towards Sally. And Sally, you see this getting closer and closer towards you. It's now on the ceiling upside down looking at you. And you can see like this little amber liquid leaking out of the the end of the needle of the syringe. And it starts to crawl closer and closer. It's a large, it's a very large spider. Don't hurt me, I'm trying to help like I said. And it extends and you feel it kind of click these. You see that the bottoms of its feet are like these red tips and it's plunging itself into the platform mm-hmm. where you're stuck on the ceiling and it's walking it's walking over top of you uh. and so now you're like under its under its belly hanging from the ceiling your feet are like kind of caressing the bottom of this mechanical spider mm-hmm. as it passes over you it then flips to the floor in front of Nezzy. Uh, Nezzy's still just kind of holding Prick outwards and just kind of wide-eyed. And then he'll kind of listen to the jar again and say, Octocron thanks you and wishes for you to show him how 
how to uh, how to find a certain person that means the robot kind great harm. The man, or should I say, the mockery that runs Dick's skirts and furs. You you stand there and you say that about Mister Dick, and the one of these eight limbs from the spider points towards the jar that you have mm-hmm. uh, prick your sea urchin. Yes. Uh, he, I, I, I listen to the jar again, and then I, I hold out him again and say, let us help you. We are here to help you, but please help us take out the enemies that, that mean robots harm. Gail, while this conversation is happening, what are you doing? I'm trying what to is Sally? Down. What is Sally like, doing I'm, hanging from the ceiling? What, like, is it magnetic? Is it, what, like, I'm trying to figure out what's holding me. Like, you're, it's just your, the straps of your backpack no, uh, yeah, but like, why is my backpack like? What is my backpack attached to? <laughs> like, what is what has sucked me up? Is it is it vacuum? Is it ma- magnet? Is it what is it, it? Yeah, it would be magnetic. It's the metal bits <sighs> and stuff that are in your backpack. Have you stuck to the ceiling? Jeez, oh, please. <laughs> uh, am I just dangling over the fifteen foot pit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh... That's right. Which is now 25 feet because you're hanging from the ceiling. It was 15 feet when you were on the ground. Okay. Did so, what type of. Just some math. Is there. Is math. there. What type of ceiling is this? Is there. What kind of ceiling? Are there is like it? ceiling it's, tiles? Is there. Is it just metal? It's smooth, smooth metal. <sighs> is there any uh-huh. way Nezzy could reach her from the side? Or is she just well? Like, right now, there's a spider between you and her. Yeah, and it it's wanting what's in the glass. Mm-hmm. But Gail, what does Sally do right now in these moments that David Nezzy Nezzy is buying you some time? I know, but I can't. I are can't. you just gonna let it ride and hang from here? No. Or are I you can't gonna try it either, out? But I can't leave my bag. <laughs> um. But you can't leave your bag. I, I know. Bag. These are the kind of situations. <laughs> Thirty thousand. <laughs> the thirty thousands in the bag? Yes, of course, it's in the bag. I mean, like, or it's it's in a bag attached to the bag. Pause, real quick. Nathan, can we get a little commentary <laughs> on how you think this is going? Fuck. Thank you. Uh okay. But I, and all my all my things are in there. Um, okay. All my all my souvenirs. All right, I I think I'm gonna try and get the bag. Your pitchfork prongs are also like attached. Stuck up there. Okay. Yeah. The the I it's it's Merkin's bag. Is okay. that metallic at all, or is it just the leather wood clip? Uh, it has like a little metal clip buckle. Yeah. Okay. Can, but like you is might that be able enough to pry that, that maybe off. I could. Pry. Okay, is it like yeah. is that little enough compared to the rest of it that I could pry that off? Okay, I want to pull that down and throw that to the other side. It's she's gonna get out of the straps and hang on, and then do like a swing from the straps to get to yeah. the other side. Give me a dex. Give me a dex check. Is this happening? Twelve. Does that beat your? That beats your dex because you're yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm amazing. You flip across to the other side, and the spider turns towards your direction. I get down on my knees, hands up. Okay. It turns back around to Nezzy, points at the jar, and then its back opens up, 
And inside you can see this jointed arm that has a, and it's not doing anything. It's just inside this compartment. And at the end of it is a buzzsaw blade. Is there any clear like type of battery or power source that Nezzy can see? Uh, no. But it has a blade that's coming out that's starting to spin. No, it's not spinning. It's it's like it's an arm that has been like it's a folded arm with a blade and it's in this compartment. But the compartment has room for other stuff in it. And it seems to be opening up this compartment so you can set that jar inside its back. Oh, Nezzy. Nezzy. Yeah? I think, I think we gotta do this, man. I think, I think you gotta get, give him our, our leader. I don't know if I can do that. Nezzy, you, 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 you stashed your son away somewhere. I need you, I need you to trust them with, with, with our leader because I don't remember what he called it. (laughs) I don't want to mess it up. I give the jar a little kiss, and I say, for Barney. And I, I I give the robot the jar. I'm giving a little pause in the audio so that I can play this huge swell of dramatic music as you set this jar into the back of the spider and it closes shut it turns around and starts climbing along the walls and you watch it exit through that trap door again okay um what's 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 still in the bag up there sally my my pit really it's um pretty much everything that links me to all of my non-salt sabotages um Mm -hmm. i i took souvenirs from all of them it's all these just different parts that machines needed are there any, like, switches right by the magnetic wall or anything? No, but after a moment, as you guys are looking up at the ceiling at that bag, you hear um, this, like, weird robotic vibration sound that it sounds like a human voice through, like, a synthesizer. You have passed. And then the whirring stops and the bag falls from the ceiling and it falls into the pit. Oh, no. Are you going to try to grab it? Are you going to try to grab it? Yes. Yeah, make a dex... Make a dex check to try to reach out and grab it. Okay. Because, I mean, you're, like, right there. You both were just yeah, studying been, it. Yeah, we've fine. just been staring at it. <laughs> oh, she oh, rolls an 18. Oh, Watch it. Uh, no, 14. Okay. <laughs> Whoa, close. close. <laughs> you, like, you reach out and you feel your toes go over the edge of the the uh, the gap. Mm-hmm. And you grab a hold of it, and the weight of this bag pulls you forward a little bit. You squeeze your ass cheeks <laughs> real tight, because you almost poop yourself. <laughs> and you stiffen up, and you fall back on your heels with this bag in your hand. <sighs> and now you're, you've got your bag, but you're also <sighs> staring across this, this gap at Nezzy, who just gave up. Maybe the only friend he ever had. Okay, it's, it's going to be okay. All right, um, um, I, I set down my bag away from the pit. I yeah. go to the door. Does it open? The door that's on my side, does it open? The door handle looks like it'll open up, yeah. Okay. Nessie, why don't you try your side? Um, see if it opens now. Okay. I'll give it a go. <laughs> you go to your door, and you go to open it, and it opens up again. Is that other fucking robot there? <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. that robot. Is it just sitting there outside here, the door? That little shit. 
it's just sitting there like smoking like you done yet <laughs> uh no it's not Don't there. Do the deed all right but i'm gonna but the door the, the door on sally's side open though right yeah and both both doors open what's over there sally I, I, there? i'm gonna look through the door keeping my body solidly in the doorway so that yeah. it, it doesn't I don't get shut out. You look and you see, like, on the opposite wall, you see what looks like this pavement on the wall across the hall from you. And it's about 40 feet away. And then you see a truck driving along the wall. Does it look like it's self-driven? It's kind of surreal. How You're just seeing the roof of it. Oh, yeah, that's a good like, point. It's like you're looking down on a, on a street. Uh, I kind of look back and forth. Does gravity work differently here? You can see other trucks going up and down this road, and you can see some of them pulling into what looks like the like uh, garages. Oh, okay. About how far away is the nearest garage? It is maybe a hundred yards. Okay. And Nezzy, I think I think we've seen enough for the for today. Do you think there's a way out over there? Should I try and come over to you? I don't think there's a. I, I don't think there's a way out. I think I think there's a way deeper. I think we found our way to the pit, and I think... There has to be something over there to make my sacrifice worth it. Please, it, Sally, tell me there's something important over there. There is something important over here, Nezzy, but we are not ready for it. I, there's truck, trucks driving on a wall, and, and it's on a huge road, and, and a garage. Sally, and garages. I'm going to make the jump. Please just try oh. and catch me, okay? Nezzy, no. Okay, 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 okay. Um, Please. I, okay. Let's go! Let's right, do it. I'm, I'm going to make this jump. Really make reach out jump. to try and catch him, too. Uh, before we do this jump, what is your dexterity? Nine. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you had a nine when you successfully picked the pocket of Felina. Yeah, and you've got was, a nine today. It was not. Yeah, it was not the. <laughs> the oh boy! Oh boy! Sally, let me let me get one of my dice ready. Sally, please be ready to catch me. This might be as far as I've ever jumped, but I I, I am ready to catch. Does I, that help at all? <laughs> we're gonna find out. Okay. He may. I not read my it. tarot the other okay. day, and I I trust my gut. And my gut tells me the way forward is over there. That's right. Okay. Okay. Uh. Hi. Oh, one fell off. That's a that's a seven. That's a three, two, and a two. Let's go. You oh jump gosh. across this pit and you crash into Sally <laughs> and you sprawl on you're like on top of her and you guys have that weird like old 80s romantic comedy <laughs> moment of like but you just smell like like you just smell like rum and <laughs> sadness on his breath <laughs> he's a little snotty <laughs> yeah he's like he's been he's like yeah. ugly crying too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just kind of pat his face and I'm like it's okay it's okay it's you'll be fine okay you made it you made it all right i i still don't know if that was the best decision but okay let's go um, yes you're on this side now we're on this side Chipola, we miss you <laughs> <laughs> you're holding up your hand to the cameras 
that are like watching you like fucking uh Liv Tyler and Armageddon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <And> Bruce Willis. <laughs> in Tremolo. We immediately cut back to Tremolo like <laughs> dancing to jazz with Felina in this rainbow kaleidoscope lights. <laughs> You put the lime in the coconut. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I hear. <sighs> oh my gosh. Uh, you guys get to the other side. Nezzy, you're able to go to that door. Open it. And it is like you're looking down on a street from here. Oh my gosh. You see what I mean? It's a little, it's a little funny. This has got to be the pit, right? Yeah, it's got to be the pit. But so I, the, I also don't these, know what the heck we're supposed to do. Yeah. Are these trucks the uh, automatrons? I don't know. I can't see inside them. I can only uh, see from the roof. Well, uh, why don't we try and poke in one of these garages? See see if uh, okay. See if we can make sense of it? I put my bag back on. Yeah. And put the money bag <laughs> in, in my pocket. In my big pocket. And um, uh, I want to get on my bottom and slide onto what seems to be the ground to me, yeah. but might be a wall. I don't know yeah. how gravity works. Here. Like it looks like it's 40 feet away from you. And as you slide out, you like, if you can imagine your depth perception, your feet touch the pavement. What in the world? And you look up and you're looking up at Nezzy who's staring down at you through a door. Can I, reach to him and like so i'm looking down at like the top of your head yeah well i mean she's looking up at you but yeah 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 can i reach up to him to see if i can get back yeah okay I you reach. reach up in your hand you like nezzy this is crazy to you because it looks like she's 40 feet down but when she reaches up her hand is like right next to your face so she looks like mr fantastic <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not necessarily stretched it just it's it's like your field of vision is compressed Nothing and, exists in between. And nothing yeah. exists. Yeah. Kale said it. She made words that sound good. <laughs> Sally's head is 40 feet away and her hand is right here. Yeah. Okay. Nizzy, are you, can you help me back? Can you help me back? Actually, can I just feel the door, I guess? Yeah. And pull myself you, back? Uh, if okay. you want to, sure. Yeah. Okay, I do. Okay. I just want to know. Yeah, you just I can get back pull up myself there. back. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess it's easy enough to get in and out i was worried about that and um okay so i watching for trucks i ease back down okay. come on come on down nezzy you hop down all right i'm with you you hop down you're both in the road these trucks start coming in your direction but there's plenty of time for you to like move to the side oh. mm -hmm. and uh, when we see we the trucks go by does it seem like they're totally unmanned yeah, you just what you see at first, you think it's like a person driving it, but as it gets closer, you can see that it's like a it looks like a a, a dummy, like a mannequin. Oh my god! Oh, and they all look the same. Uh, do we see any of them like parked somewhere? Like any of them that aren't moving? Yeah, you see, uh, one has pulled up to a garage about a hundred yards away, and uh, this shuttered door is lifting up. It's backing up into it. Let's, it has let's a big trailer attached to it. Mm -hmm. All right, go. We go over. You know, okay. Sally, I, I did a reading a few days ago, and it told me that we were going to get great wealth. And as soon as I met you, we had another twenty thousand. <laughs> and it told me that there was going to be a great cost. 
And I think I just paid that cost. I'm so sorry, Nancy. The other thing it told me is to trust my gut. And I, I, I think that's why we're here. I think that we're, we're exactly where we're supposed to be. I always knew that you were going to be a real great fortune teller. I knew it was in you. I just knew it was in you all along. All right, let's 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 keep going. All right, so I think we're going to approach one of these unattended trucks. So we're heading towards this truck, and if you're heading towards the truck that's back into the garage, mm-hmm. you can hear like the sound of a voice, okay, yelling. Okay. Oh, put your backs into it, you sons of bitches! Uh, be a little inconspicuous and try trying to stay out of sight of inside the garage, I guess. Unless there's windows elsewhere. Yeah. Okay. Like, again, kind of pressing up against You're a like wall. Stealthily moving over there. Yeah. You hear, like, the clunking of metal. That's right. Load the crate in. Damned machines. You won't be replacing men like me, men who have fought battles. I see you don't know robots... what it's like to be pumped full of blood and covered in it. I see why the robots wanted to take over now, but I don't know that we should be messing with this guy. He's been covered in blood. And I think we need, to, we need to find some way to find a schedule of these automatons, maybe, but, uh, jeez. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, um, all right, all right, let's just, um... Stay back. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if I can get it. Get a look in without being seen. Okay. Um, so creeping up to the the door. All right. And You're creeping up to the door. And sneak a peek. Is there to get a glimpse of? Is there something I could hide behind? You could. You could creep under the truck. Oh, okay. If you want to. I would like to. I'm gonna roll, like roll underneath it. You roll underneath it. And you peek out from behind, like, the tire. These big, thick tires. Yeah. And you see a crate that has been cracked open. Mm Mm-hmm. And this this, uh, big guy in a full suit of armor. And on his back looks like a giant fork. And he he looks like a knight. With a giant fork. fork. With a giant battle fork. Yeah. Okay. And he's holding up this um, large bolt of animal fur. This'll do. I'm sure the big man will be happy. Load it up. And you see a couple of other robots grabbing this crate and putting it on a roller and rolling it into a warehouse. On the walls in the warehouse, you can see these murals of the ocean. Can I? Gosh. And upon further inspection, you see the crate has a stamp on the side that says... Dicks, skirts, and furs. Oh my god. Meanwhile, Tremolo is hanging out with Felina, and she is sloppily showing you, she's had now like three glasses of this wine, and she's showing you these knobs, and she says, there's a radio, okay? This is real technical talk. I'll take notes. Do. Oh, do. I remember when I used to take notes. And then I realized my memory is incredible, not my words. And she says, all you have to do is follow this keypad. And then she shows this like key of uh, locations, these merchant locations. And you can see Armoire Maria's 
Armoire Maria's wardrobe and storage vault, you can see uh, Dick's skirts and furs. And it has a number attached to it, a series of numbers. She said, when it's time for us to load up the ship, whatever the truck is, and we send it down there, we feed this in and it transmitted over a radio to our little friends driving our trucks. And they think of them as these little servants that do their bidding, but they don't do their bidding. They do my bidding. Tremolo, do you understand? It's really, and she like gets real close up on you. Do you really understand what it means when I'm saying they do my bidding and um, not their bidding? Yes. Uh, it's obvi- obvious that it's your bidding because uh, you're the one that makes the commands. So with this, I can send them anywhere in the hack way that I'd like. I make all of these people happy and they pay me back in nothing but scorn and and she's just like making a face like she's pushing like a a cloud down on her head and she's like it's like it's raining on my face all the time with these people let me be your umbrella and she looks at your face her her visage reflected in these black glassy dots where your eyes are her hand comes out and caresses your cheek right under where you have your scar on your eye you're so handsome with your monocle Thank you, um, Felina. I, um, <clears throat> I'm blushing. I know you can't see because it's just uh, fabric, but I feel it inside. And she says, it looks like all of you is blushing. And you both look down and your whole body is like drenched in red wine. That's the wine. Yes. We have to stay professional, Tremolo. I'm sorry, Trey Traston. <laughs> we have to stay. We have to stay professional, Trey Traston. I don't know, maybe we did get drunk enough that that slipped out and no one even cared. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yes, yes. Trey is short for Tremolo. <laughs> <laughs> he just says that. You can call me Tremolo, everybody else does. <laughs> yes, we must stay professional, we must. Um, I, and, and maybe make it a little bit clearer how this works, so... We punch, we, we do the punch cards here on, on the puncher thing. Yes. Uh, but what, how does the radio come in? Because I thought we took the punch cards and we put them directly into the machines. What does the radio do? No, the radio transmitted. It's the machine. Oh, my God. Let me start all over. <laughs> oh. oh, you don't have to start all over. I'm sorry. You, you must understand that you are a genius. And it's hard for any of the rest of us to comprehend how your mind works and and the, your beautiful creation. Trey, oh Trey, your words are like fire in my heart. I can't stop this passion any longer. And she lunges at you. And I'm sopping wet. I'm yeah, just, and it's just squishy. She, it's like she just <laughs> squeezes a sponge. <laughs> yep. Oh it's my just god. Like a blood does, of she, wine. <laughs> does she like that? She wants some more wine and just suck it out <laughs> of my cheeks. Every time she kisses you, it's just her face is getting stained <laughs> with with wine. Yeah, Jamela's just sitting there just like arms and legs flying around. <laughs> poor Asa. When she poor Asa. I remember that asshole. As she grabs a hold of you, she slips on the wine and you both hit the ground. And you're fine, but she hits her head on the floor and is unconscious. Oh, no. 
Does she have any like uh, any pillows or cushions or anything around? She has like a chaise lounge, a chaise longue. Chaise longue. Um, chaise longue. I mean, I I do have the most strength out of everybody. Let's see if he can if he can lift her and put her on the Your strength is like what a fifteen or a pretty high, right? Uh thirteen. I'm gonna say you can just pick her up. All right. So we see we see this little puppet man holding a grown woman. He carries her to the chaise long. Lays her gently across it. Gail is cringing <laughs> at my French. Puts one sopping wet little mockery kiss on her cheek <laughs> and um and then i go over to the machine and i make a punch out i look at the key card and make a punch out for uh mr dick's place um and then when that's done i run over and you know put that in my cloak and then I run over to her to check on her. Is she still out? She's, I mean, she's kind of stirring, but she's like, oh, I've had too much to drink. Trey Tristan. Uh, don't you worry, Felina, just rest, feel better. You should rest your mind. You have done far too much with it today as it is. No one should expect anything else from you today. Yes. My little umbrella. Yes. <laughs> And I like go like this to like touch her cheek, but then actually push her head over. So she's looking away from what I'm doing. (laughs) 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 And then then I walk over and I want to get an, so we have a destination of like how we can get to there. Now uh, on the keypad, what's a good destination for us to leave from there and be able to, to get somewhere safe. Uh, you are <sighs> scanning through. I the... want, I want one specifically to the farm, to Anita's. You look at the list of places and you see all these different shops. And then you see Indigo ranch. So, yeah. So I get, I want to get one for Indigo ranch and then I've got it. I look over at her. Is she, is she doing anything? She's, she's out. Okay. She's letting out these little verbal snores. I don't, I can't. Well, yeah, I kind of, I think I want it to be a random place. Uh, So on the map, we have uh, the greasy mandolin up here. Uh, What is like over in this middle area on the hackway that we don't really travel to? There's the art something over there. It looks like there is a location for the, uh, Church of the New Modernity. That's right where our place is, right? Yeah. I think that I think that works fine. Yeah, church. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I make one of those. And again, just to be clear, so I have these, and what do I need the radio for? Am this I getting is, this wrong? The radio is what they're using, uh, what Oboe uses to send a signal to the truck on where to go. So Obo has so Obo has a, basically a thing there that he puts it in there. They don't have to put it in the machine itself. Yeah, they put it in there with Obo, and there's a signal from that that tells. He's like it. an air traffic controller. Cool. Okay, I've got these three things. As you're sitting there with uh, these like really important documents, the radio that she's had on that you all were dancing to in the kaleidoscope it cuts out, 
and you hear on the radio this breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an important update. We are happy to announce that the child that was kidnapped several nights ago has been recovered, and he is doing well and back with his family. Bonnie, no! No! 